and welcome back on our journey this morning we have a guest in studio and that's always a lot more fun Alhamdulillah guest this morning I know you know her name very well you've been listening to her for the past couple of weeks Shamila Safadine Assalamualaikum Walaikum Salaam how are you? I'm good Alhamdulillah and you? I'm doing well Alhamdulillah I'm very honored to have you in studio oh, shukran with us me. today and um, yes we've been through four parts of our series Preparing for Ramadan and the series name again is Ramadan 1440 Journeying towards a mindful heart, soul, mind and body And our theme for today, for the program today has been inspired by this It is self-love Okay And we'll be speaking a little bit about that Especially related to Ramadan And in part 4 we spoke about um, This inspiration that you had actually Of Ramadan as a Conscience, uh, conscious for exploring soul consciousness, an opportunity to explore soul consciousness. Mm-hmm. Go into that thoughts a little bit for me, for us, for our listeners. Okay, well, I think that was probably whilst it was all mulling in my head as I was, as we were talking, and and I was listening to my own inspiration around, you know, what does this actually mean? But I, I think I had gotten to that point the year before, which must have been. Ramadan 2017 um, and understanding trying to make that personal for myself and trying to make Ramadan personal for myself and realizing that um, you know this is yes it's an opportunity to uh, sort of explore the body and the physical attributes of ourselves and how we respond to fasting but also that it goes deeper than that that it's actually meant to take you into that space that you know um, when the tummy is empty, like what arises, you know. Mm. So, so that's what came up for me in terms of well, this is really about the soul, and it's about cleansing, right? Mm. And about exploring whatever's underneath. And because we know there's the exit of that that individual who distracts us and who encourages and influences us in you know under no, normal circumstances. And so we have to kind of face a deeper part of ourselves and that's not always easy but it's also a great opportunity because you get to see clearly, you know, we are my areas that I need to improve on or develop really. Mm. Yeah. A great opportunity but also a challenging, scary opportunity. Many of us like to get into our cars or if we're fortunate on an aeroplane and go and explore. but when it comes to exploring the inner, and I, I'm always speaking to myself first here, yes. um, very challenging, often very challenging. Yeah, I think the journey inward is definitely just exactly that, challenging, many pitfalls and lots of moments of trying to avoid or stick your head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, it is easier to focus on the external um, and say, you know, that is going to bring me joy or it's going to bring me some form of fulfillment. The journey inward also brings you that very much. Um, if you learn how to navigate that, and I think to do that with kindness, and I know that it's really difficult when you are being harsh and you are uh, continuously critical of yourself, um, it's not a space you want to go to, 
Definitely mm-hmm. not. So if anything, if you can learn to be gentle and kind with yourself on the journey inward, it makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do how do I um, embark on that? Because often, and again, from my own experience, was I didn't necessarily know yes. that I was not being kind to myself or yeah. harsh with myself. How do we embark on that journey inward? Um, and often I, I, I notice that we can't even look at the outward mm. in a mirror mm, yes, yes. Um, because we actually don't like what's inward. And when we don't like what's inward, we also don't like what's outward. Yeah. And so we have to paste a lot of things on, right. whether it's clothes or makeup or to, right. to cover or right. who and what we are. It's interesting because that makes me think about... Um, the manifestation of those things in what we differentiate between um, personality and soul, right? So soul is what's on the inside, and that's actually what you are working on, ultimately, on the internal state is that you are working, I mean, that's what the journey inward is about, is you working on soul and soul consciousness, as we mentioned at the beginning. And then the outward is our personality and all of the traits we come with and and the experiences we have through our five senses. And so often uh, with soul consciousness, you have almost like the sixth sense, you know, we've Mm. heard of that so many times. Um, And that's experiences that you have that's beyond, you know, your physical experience, things you just can't explain. Mm. Like, I really feel like I need to go and... I don't know, visit a family member. I just can't explain it, you know. Um, And those are things that we are beckoned towards kind of, I think, noticing and paying attention to. So with regards to your question about how do we start that journey inward is to recognize that there's something deeper for you to discover when you do go inward, right? Mm. And to understand that that is actually what you're working on. You're working on soul consciousness, which is really mainly your connection to the divine you know your connection to the divine can happen through your physical experiences but generally tend to be a lot uh, gentler um, and a easier experience if you are inwardly focused Mm. right and you're able to hear more clearly um, and see just things that are happening in your life around you more clearly Mm. yeah and you, on a, on a personal and a professional level, yes. you must have seen a lot of this happening and unfolding yes. in your life with your clients yeah. who actually sit there mm-hmm. and practice that self-love and that self-care. Yeah. They invest the time. Yeah. They invest the energy, the effort. They invest the money in that. Right. Coming to you as a psychological counselor. Yeah. Yeah, and that itself must be a message from Allah as well. Absolutely. Uh, I remember you said to me that you um, um, you, you seem to attract the clients who yes. are, are very spiritual. Yes. Alhamdulillah. And if I look at it, and often we invest XYZ in various different um, avenues or directions or disciplines, a psychological counselor, a life coach, um, I don't know what else you get. Clinical psych. Psychiatrist. Uh, here we go. Yes, here we go. Um, sometimes we we can't afford that, and we right. go to friends or whatever right. it may yes. be, or we yes. read self help books or right. or whatever other topics it might be. But 
this is something if if I really sit and think about it because our time together the past couple of weeks has granted me a lot of insight Alhamdulillah which is a big gift from Allah and mm-hmm. I make dua that it's come to our, our guests as well mm-hmm. this is something that Allah gives to us yes on a platter yes. um, we looked at the verse um, uh, during our past couple of weeks we it says specifically um, it's Ramadan has been ordained for you as it has been ordained for those before you so that you may attain taqwa Allah consciousness mm-hmm. so Allah has given this for you uh, to you I mean prescribed it for you it's often said that the translation for that is prescribed for you when we go to a doctor when we go to a psychiatrist mm-hmm. whatever they prescribe what they think is best for us mm-hmm. um, but they themselves are creation and yes. here the creator has prescribed for us this for us yes. how great is this not um, how that's sorry that's just my personal insight no, I, I mean it, I think it's amazing and it is it's it's a it's a it's a reminder that everything is actually available to us mm. you don't have to look very far and you need to show if you will need to <laughs> you need to show up in the moment mm. for you to be able to see that right from moment to moment there is something for you to learn from to grow from yes inshallah embarking on self-exploration guide us on how we can do that with ourselves uh, without having to seek outside assistance in preparation for Ramadan sitting with ourselves the facets of ourself our mind our body our heart our souls so there's this um, idea or there's this term that we use and it's called um, personal curriculum I don't know if you've ever heard of that no okay so there's this idea of your personal curriculum right and that you have been given a specific journey and you have been given a path on that journey and we may walk many different paths on that journey and that whatever shows up is for you as an individual right so you mean to personalize whatever experiences you're having Um, but what that actually means is that if you struggle with anxiety your anxiety is the entry point for you to start to develop soul consciousness right if you struggle with codependency that is your entry point okay that's part of your personal curriculum okay Mm. the idea is that you don't shun that that you don't resist that that Mm. you don't push that away and judge it right because we tend to be really harsh with ourselves because like why do I have this problem and why do I struggle with this and if only it could be different but that's been given to you right you Mm. can't change that but what you can do is of course work on healing that for yourself Mm. and again using that as an entry point into developing a uh, deeper sense of soul consciousness or just awareness of soul and true self because that is what soul is it's true self personality is also true self but it's the part of us that really kind of almost in a way remains detached from the deeper experience Um, and by that I mean is that you know we're not meant to have just this material experience in this world of course not because Mm -hmm. the soul is going to return to the Almighty and so that's the part of us that we are constantly needing to work on Mm Um, and this body is going to be left behind and the personality is going to be left behind um, and who you are in in essence is going to 
move on to the mm. next realm. So it's about making that connection from personality and shifting it into soul. And so one of my teachers through his books, Gary Zukov, speaks about how you align your personality with your soul and how that becomes authentic empowerment. Um, so whatever shows up in your personality, whatever struggles you have, whatever joys you have, that you use that to connect to a deeper sense of self, which is soul. And that when the personality serves the soul, you are in authentic empowerment. So you live from a place that is authentic and that is reverent and that is grounded. Um, and it's really difficult then to not feel a connection to the divine. Mm. The idea is that you do feel a deeper connection to the divine through that experience. Mm. I'm thinking now about what you're saying about uh, what shows up in your, what you've been granted. Yeah. Which we often, and you said not to shun it, and you specifically mentioned codependence or anxiety, probably the same would go with depression. Yes whatever you have and I, I look at my own experience also um, where there has been quite a lot of angst in my life mm -hmm. and what I thought was asthma mm -hmm. and when I had time and when I was in the right circles at the right space mm -hmm. in my life alhamdulillah and I actually sat with it and I did a lot of self-work and meditation yes. um, awareness of the self and the mm -hmm. body and the emotions I realized that a lot asthma wasn't actually asthma wow. it, was it was anxiety uh -huh. um, it was brought about by lack of self-love mm. giving myself lack of self-key the time I needed um, the patience I needed with myself yeah. um, the lack of self-judgment mm -hmm. as well judging but the lack of kindness mm. um, so yeah. you're not lack of self but the self-judgment yes. the lack of kindness the lack of compassion the lack of understanding who I am and accepting who mm -hmm. and what I am, accepting my imperfections. Yeah. And that often comes up in Ramadan as well. Yeah. There's so much to balance. Yes. yes. Um but it often becomes tricky, but there's also so much that's not actually a part of Ramadan. Yes. That um, we spoke about it before. We, um, we're not going to go into that right. about the cultural yes, Ramadan. Yes, yes, yes. Um, because for me to open up my heart and my mind and my soul and sit with what Allah has prescribed for me that month, yes. the prescription is, is, is simple. Mm. It is fasting, it is um, zakah, it is salah, it is Quran. Mm -hmm. And it, it is for the end game, what we want to end up with, which is consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can we possibly be conscious of another if we're not conscious of the mm -hmm. self? Yep. So if we were to look at the different ways that we can express that, what is a form of healthy self-expression of, of the soul? Am I jumping ahead? But ahead. Um, I'm thinking about um, about no, no you're not jumping <laughs> we're in flow so we'll trust okay. it Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Um, I think that healthy self-expression to me the first thing that comes to mind is an individual who's quite self-aware right and 
I think we may have touched on this previously mm. about talking about kind of what is a self-aware individual means. Um, and just to have people breathe a sigh of relief, it doesn't mean perfection. Because, <laughs> you know, a self-aware individual still has their own pitfalls and their own moments of unconsciousness. And as someone who's on that journey, I can completely relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a self-aware individual, I, that's a prerequisite, I think, for healthy self-expression. Um being aware of the self as a separate entity from others, but also as a part of the collective, right? And perhaps the collective conscious as well, conscience of the world. Um, and self-aware individuals are people who are showing up in the moment and are able to see that something's being shown to me, or my anxiety is indicating something, or I'm feeling really low today, um, and they're able to ask the questions around kind of, you know, what's this about? Or is it just that, you know, I didn't eat well, mm. you know, yesterday. Um, so in terms of our experience in Ramadan, I think that if we have all of these, you know, all these added stuff that we've added culturally, um, it's really a way of kind of distracting us from that because mm. there's so much busyness. and. For self-awareness to emerge, for soul consciousness to really start to manifest, I think, in our lives, we need silence. Mm. We need to be able to drown out voices and noise and background noise and the radio sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes we even need, like, our family's voices to be silent mm. because we need physical space to be able to hear ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And to be able to make that connection uh, and to ask those questions and then have the answers come to us, right? So healthy self-expression really comes from a place of self-awareness because what happens is is that because I know what's going on with me and there's a a level of self-knowledge that I've attained, I can now engage with the world from that space. Mm -hmm. And so when you become self-aware and you really become sort of connected to yourself and the the outer world and like as I said the the greater collective you cannot be reverent you cannot be disrespectful Um, and not cannot like I'm telling you you shouldn't Mm. but you just cannot there's a part of you that won't move in that direction Mm. because you spend so much time in soul consciousness or you've been spending so much time connected to soul which is really as we say, the connection to the divine. And Allah is beauty. Mm. Allah is all this incredible, you know, majestic things. And so it's difficult for you to go into a space of lack, you know, coming from a space of lack and lashing out at people or um, being frazzled and feeling like I need to be able to fix all of this immediately. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes me see how much work I need to do. <laughs> we all do. Yes, but Always. it also makes me realize that when you do step out of land, which is very human, mm. um, your soul immediately feels discomfort with that. Yes. And and you Im- almost immediately need to do something yes. to rectify that. Yes. SubhanAllah. Yeah. It's even Allah like compelling you Absolutely. naturally towards Tawbah. SubhanAllah. And really the, the month of Ramadan is that month of Tawbah. Absolutely. And when you become so conscious, oh my word. <laughs> it's just like washing all over me where I realize again this amazing gift that we have. Mm-hmm. And we have just about eight more minutes to chat with each other, Shabna. Okay. I'd like to go into 
um, that self-talk, that self-judgment, that negative hmm. voice that's going on in all of our heads all day long. Uh, most of us don't even become aware. Mm-hmm. It's not real. It's, yes. it's not who I am. Yes. Yeah. Um, how do we become aware? I, I know we often do meditation and, and these yeah. kinds of sessions in our mind where I say, if there's a thought, you know, you just will it away, pass it out. Not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if there's a thought in your head or there's something that comes to mind that could be deemed negative is to accept that and say, oh, look, I've just had this negative thought. And then not making, as we said, from the mindfulness perspective, not making a story out of it. But it's that story I think that you are talking about that we tend to attach to. And then, you know, we run wild with it. Mm. And before you know it, you know, we've pulled up like the archive, the files in the archive um, system. And we're thinking about like all of the things we've done wrong and all of the times that we didn't step up and all the times we weren't conscious. Um, and that's not actually what the moment's about. The moment is an opportunity for you to let that go, you know, and to just be aware that you're human and that you have all of these thoughts and they can't be controlled but they also don't need to be attached to Mm. right we don't need to attach to them so i think if you think about your self-talk i mean the easiest example is to say how would you speak to someone very beloved to you you know, how would you speak to your partner? How would you speak to your best friend if they came to you for advice? And they were saying, this is the issue that I have. None of us would take a harsh tone, you know. Well, maybe some of us would. <laughs> but someone who's truly sort of like rooted in compassion and empathy for another and understands that, you know, they are on their own journey and there's a struggle that they have. You know, you would use language of compassion. And so really it's about kind of, I think, seeing it that way. Um, So honoring the self through the language that we use with ourselves, it's really important. Mm -hmm. And talking yourself through it. So I've just had this moment of major anxiety. Oh, I feel really low today. And, you know, what's the next best thing for me? Mm. Yeah. So that's that's a starting point in mm. terms of just using more loving language. Mm. Um, but the criticism and the negative language comes from the story we've created, which isn't real, as you said. Mm. You know, it's a story that we've just created in our head, and it's fear-based, um, and it's full of angst, and it's a way of kind of preempting something in the future that may never happen. Mm. You know, kind of like, well, if I can say this, and sometimes it's even like if I can say this to myself, no one else is going to say it to me because mm. we are our harshest critic. Mm. I don't think there's anything anybody can say to you that's worse than what we often say to ourselves. Mm. You know, we often cringe at ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the language we use, you're stupid, you're silly. Yeah. Don't like, do that. You know, what was that about? You know. Yeah. Um, or even just like sometimes I'm looking at our physical appearance like wow you know look at your skin it's so blotchy today or like what is this and you know if only it could be a different shape or um, but yet this is the the face and the skin and the body that you know houses everything for you and houses your soul and carries you through life and gets everything done for everybody else and yourself yeah, I'll focus on that a little bit in our final um, mm-hmm. 
breathing meditation exercise but I'm looking at um, part of the inspiration behind our program the the journey and it comes from verse 17 in Surah Fatir and part of that verse uh, the translation says and whoever purifies him or herself purifies himself for the benefit of their own soul and Ramadan is this opportunity it's an opportunity for change a very dirty word for some people (laughs) a very challenging word and often we have this expression of embracing change very very difficult isn't it Um, yeah embracing our imperfections yes how can we really use this our imperfections to our advantage this Ramadan how can we see um, change how can we view change in a more positive light inshallah inshallah I think that again I think you know honor the creator and honor yourself through showing up in the moment you know because every moment I think has an opportunity for change right there's an opportunity that shows up and if you catch yourself being critical of yourself or using harsh language whether it's to yourself or to another that's an opportunity to catch yourself Mm. and I mean literally catch yourself as in like catch and hold as in as opposed to um, you know smack and Mm. and drop because okay. that's kind of what we do and that's the harshness in which we in the way in which we we handle ourselves so catch and hold yourself in that moment and okay so i'm i'm indulging in this behavior again because it's a behavior it's personality based it's not your soul that's not who you are mm. on personality level and on five sensory being per, uh, level that's who you are not who you are in essence mm-hmm. um, and so that's a behavior right and any form of behavior can be changed mm-hmm. you know if you practice something different often enough so it's to show up in that moment and be kind to yourself and, and, and you know catch yourself and hold yourself and say well well there I go again you know mm-hmm. how can this be different for me so in that moment showing up taking a breath and shifting how I want to engage because that's how change happens Change doesn't happen with tomorrow I will and I'll do this big major cleanse and then I'll feel, you know, um, so changed from the inside out. Change happens moment to moment. It's those small battles that you win because it feels like a battle often Mm. um, and that you get through and that you choose to do with kindness that Mm. actually creates the bigger shift. Mm. Yeah. So how can we this Ramadan, how can we love ourselves? How can we show compassion and kindness and uh, a self-love, which is a precondition mm. for love for our Creator? How how do we put that into our understanding, into our lives this Ramadan, mm. and practice now already? Yes, I think that that's that's the most important thing is just to begin the practice. So I think every moment you are creating, right? So think about it like that. Um, you are creating or you are co-creating and in order to consciously create you would have had to have done the work where you are becoming aware right and you've you've worked on self-awareness and there's uh, 
a certain level of self-knowledge that you have. And this is continuously evolving. So there's no level of perfection here, right? Mm -hmm. and, and this happens for me as well. And it, it'll continue until I have to go to the next realm too. <laughs> um, so when you are creating, I think it's about, yeah, when those moments do arise, understand that you are creating something in this moment. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. So if I'm feeling a specific feeling um, and I start to get down on myself and I start to become critical of myself, um, know that that is going to create a story in my head, which is ultimately going to uh, influence my emotional state and then often it influences behavior. Mm. So do you see the, the pattern that evolves? Yeah. And then what happens when we behave in a way that's not connected to soul is that we feel bad, we feel guilty, there's lots of shame. So there's even more of a need then and a want or an anxiety to act on that even. Mm. So there's this creation mm. that occurs, right? That isn't of soul, that isn't connected to soul. So from moment to moment, understand that there is something that you are creating. And if you're able to show up for the small inclinations, right? So throughout your day, these small, well, throughout your life, really, there are small um, incidences that happen that sort of shows you something, mm -hmm. right? So like you need to pay attention to your relationship. Something's happening there. And if you're able to show up for those small inclinations, you can shift mm -hmm. the way you are going to learn, right? Mm. If you don't, they become crises. Mm. So, and chaos ensues often, mm. right? And the reason why I'm making that point is because you will be able to see more clearly when you're being tested. Mm. When you're showing up for that moment and you can see that I'm part of creating something, because it's not okay to just show mm. up in the moment, do whatever you do, and then say, I have no idea how that happened. Mm. Like, there's no accountability. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't even understand where this chaos is coming from. The question you need to ask is kind of like, what was my role? Mm. And if you had no role, which is very few times, mm. <laughs> um, then sure, you know, that's okay. You can choose a different path for yourself. But if you're part of creating that, you need to take accountability, mm. right? And there can't be real connection if there is an accountability, right? Like if I disappoint you on something, um, just as an example, and I don't take accountability for that, that is going to interfere with our connection because you're going to feel like you can't trust me if I can't even admit to something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it has an impact. And so I'm creating something, mm. right? Yeah, I'm just thinking of the 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 connection needed in in that act of self-love or that theme of self-love or the understanding of self-love, where it come and it connects again with our our theme, where it comes to the mind, the body, the soul, the heart. Mm -hmm. If I'm not feeding the body yeah. the way I should, mm -hmm. there's going to be the disconnect. There's going to be this illness or that illness. Yes. The same way, if I'm not feeding the soul, oh, yes. there's going to be the disconnect with myself and my creator and creation. Mm. If I'm not feeding my what is the heart, the soul, the, the, um, the uh, mind? Yes, yeah. exactly. And and Ramadan. If I'm not feeding yes. my being, my soul, what okay. I need to feed it, Ramadan with Quran, with Salah. Yes. 
I'm not going to feel that connectedness with Allah. I'm not going to necessarily gain that taqwa which mm. is there for the taking that mm. month. Subhanallah. And no. again comes comes back to what, what we said is all the things that are prescribed. And we need to reflect on why those things are prescribed. Mm. You know, it's not just a doing, a physical doing. It's never, I don't think anything from Allah is just a material experience. It's all meant to connect you to soul consciousness sure. because it connects you to Him ultimately. Sure, sure, mm. um, Yeah. Shockwave going through my body. Um, <laughs> yes, and that also I'm so thankful to Allah now that I realize um, the inspiration that is is put in in the program. Inshallah, coming forward, yes. we have planned a series on Quran, connecting with Quran for several weeks, mm-hmm. and then Inshallah, I make dua also to have one with Salah for several weeks. So even though we end this, and yes. this is just a precursor, Inshallah, yes. to uh, the journey better. going on. And I'd like to thank you so much. You're welcome for us us in that inshallah may Allah accept Amen. 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 Uh, to our listeners who have been tuned in that was psychological counselor Shamila Safadin if you would like her contact details you are more than welcome to get in touch with me she does offer meditation sessions for ladies as well every end of the month and then also personalized one-on-one sessions yes individual sessions as individual well. sessions inshallah go well Shamila